All right, all right, all right. Phil and all of our wonderful listeners, this is another episode of the Great Heavy Music Podcast. My brother from another mother, Phil. Hello, howdy, ahoy. Ahoy, I like ahoy. You know what, that's, that's Chips Ahoy, you know, good brand. Yep, nautical. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say weird shit that just absolutely stops the conversation. Chips Ahoy, Cookies, huh? a good thing to take on a boat with you. <laughs> yeah. Well, today right, cool. today we're doing one of our uh, quick hitters, which is just a concert review. We're back. COVID is finally lifted in some places of the world, it seems. And even, you know, if you can go to New York City and see a show, it seems like in far, as far as America is concerned, COVID is pretty much over. So let's hope it stays that way. Yep, for sure, buddy. So I had the great pleasure of going up to New York City a few weeks back here. I went to a venue called Irving Plaza, which is in Manhattan. And uh, I'm trying to see what date I was there. I think it was April the 2nd. I saw Dragon Force. And I had never seen them before. Are you a Dragon Force guy or not really? Or how do you, where do you fall? I'm familiar with them. I've heard a few songs. They're all pretty legit. So I think I would enjoy the concert. But I couldn't name for you, you know, all their albums or anything. Okay. So you kind of had the same opinion of them going in as I did. I, when I was a younger lad in college, somebody had burnt me uh, one of their earlier albums, and I loved it. I think it was called Valley of the Damned, and that was their 2003 album with their first singer. And then, you know, we all, I think everybody in the world kind of heard of Inhuman Rampage in 2005 when they had Through the Fire and the Flames explode. Everybody knows that song. Right. And then they kind of underwent a transformation and on their, I think it was their fourth album called The Power Within, no, their fifth album. That's when they got a new singer, Mark Hudson. And uh, this song, Cry Thunder, that we're playing underneath us right now was the hit from that album. So they have their new singer with them. And uh, before I dive into kind of what they pulled off on their set, I wanted to mention, you know, we had discussed last year, late 2021, that the Seven Spires release was really solid. Uh, do you remember? Mm, right, yep. Well, they, they opened, and um, ah. I was very pleasantly surprised. I was wondering, are these guys going to be able to pull off their album from 2021 was Gods of Debauchery? And you and I both kind of were like, this is a really neat release. It's got a lot of good guest stars on it, good songs. And I got a, I'm here to report to you, great live performance. Really solid. Okay. I'm excited about that because... I feel like I would have had such a surprise boner. Like, whoa? Yeah, and you know, it was definitely that because I was expecting to see Visions of Atlantis, whom I have seen before and am not a, a fan, but Seven Spires came on as kind of a surprise and crushed it. Really great set. So kudos to those guys. Yeah, um, that's legit. But then after them was Firestorm. I've seen Firestorm a couple times. Cool power metal band, but nothing that really, you know, you could take home with you and say, oh, that's this you know amazing this or that or the other it's just they've been around a long time they got a lot of cool songs did a fine job but nothing that i could take home and say oh i I have to remember this so then dragon force comes up first their set is really cool they got a layout where and they said in there that it was the only venue they're playing on this whole tour without fireworks so all the times that they would have had fireworks or flames shooting off they shot confetti into the crowd because they're like we got to do something here and on this on the stage they had like a giant uh, behind the drums had a giant metal-looking dragon, and then they had in the front two giant arcade game machines, 
and on the screen it was playing their videos for what they wanted this crowd to see on the backdrop. So you had both the backdrop and the two old school arcade style machines playing the same video. So that was really neat. And these guys are apparently real, are you, big, real big gamers. Okay, that's legit. I was going to say, that sounds like a nerdy gamer kind of thing. And you got to love a, an, like a really um, thought-out set piece, man. Like when we saw Maiden, they had all that shit. I mean, I don't know if it was on that level, but God, I just, I don't know. It, it really, it gives you a, another reason to go see a band live. Yep. You know, it's just stuff you're not going to get. Completely. And so, I did, and I got to say, I was not really expecting that. I guess a band that's been around for 20 years and has eight albums, I probably should have had higher expectations, but I didn't. And they were great. Really great to see. And the set design was really cool. So uh, the first song they came out to, I think it's called Into Oblivion. I'm not really quite sure. Uh, they came out with another galloping drum beat for the second track. If One of the things he said was, Fly through the heavens with the power of the universe. We stand strong together. Uh, you know, as I said, I'm not a huge, huge fan of theirs, so I didn't know each song track list by track list. But the third song they played was a song that I loved. It was the best of their first half of the set, in my opinion. And it's called The Last Dragon Boy. Have you ever heard that song? Yeah. Well, you know, it was really cool to me because it's got a cheesy name. But the song is from, excuse me, The Last Dragonborn, not The Last Dragon Boy. The Last Dragonborn, and it's from their <laughs> their most recent release in 2019 called Extreme Power Metal. And the, the entire song is about the game Skyrim. Oh, it was a great game. Right? So, And I knew you had loved that game, and you and I had both played that yeah. game as, as kids. And apparently the lead singer really loves that game also. And... I think it was coincidental that I also really love the song and the subject matter, but it was kind of cool that they made such a great song uh, off that yeah. game. You got to listen. That's to legit. I, I will listen to that. Yeah, I'm gonna, absolutely. I'm going to try to find the chorus here for you. Hold on. Got a really cool kind of East asian sounding backdrop and then a super catchy chorus about the last dragonborn and yeah, uh, that's pretty epic yeah man I, I know you'll love that song um that's fucking awesome i love that you called it dragon boy <laughs> yeah i thought it was about the boy that I'm like, dragon boy. <laughs> come out of your come cave on, dragon, dragon boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's great. a new hole that needs filling all, all right uh <laughs> So then they played, they played a couple more tracks, and then they, uh, the lead singer, he, he loves video game music, and he loves video games, and then he actually apparently has a solo album, or maybe, no, no, excuse me, the, the guitarist has a solo album that he did during the pandemic, Mark Hudson's favorite video game. So see if you can check out Mark Hudson. Let's see if I got that on here, because I wanted to promote that. They were kind of uh, jocking that as like a really cool uh, release that he did in 2021 and during the pandemic. Let's see here. Nope. Hold on. Let's see if we can do this, Phil. We got this. And uh, we're flying by the seat of our pants, and that's the way we like it. That's right. I don't know here. Maybe I'm fucking this up because now it's saying Mark Hudson is the singer, but. I'm gonna. Last f- so catchy, man. So catchy. Yep. 
Alright, so I'm going to keep looking through here and try to find this for us by the end of the episode. But long and short of it, everything sounded tight. The guitars were tight. Everybody comes to expect that Dragon Force is going to have high speed, uh, super fast, you know, guitar chops. And they did. But live, all of the guitar solos and things that, you know, sometimes if you're not in the mood sitting at home listening, they're way faster. I don't know what that sensation is, but when you're in person... All of the guitar solos seem like an instant, and you're you're captivated because you're seeing it. You know what I'm saying at the same time that you're hearing it. So I was really happy with these guys live. I thought the lead singer sounded amazing. They played uh, their eighth track was Black Fire from their first album, which I really like. Uh, they played Cry Thunder, which was again from the first album with this lead singer, and then they played uh, a few more tracks. They did a Celine Dion cover of My Heart Will Go On as an uh, their first song on the encore. Oh, and Isn't that good? Yeah, it was really good. Uh, oh. They they brought out a couple guys who are YouTube stars. This one guy, Angel Vivaldi, came out and played the theme from Farming Simulator. They played like video game music live. Um, oh, that's fun, man! It was just it was just really a fun oh. show. Like lighthearted, pro. They're just nerding out up there. Super cool guys. And then of Dude, course they yeah. finished with Through the Fire and the Flames. Well, you guys—you knew that I was going to make an appearance, but yeah. you know what? I would love to hear some fucking Zelda done by a metal band live. I would absolutely jam out for that. And, I, and there's some, there's some—I'm not even joking—legit songs from Donkey Kong Country. I would listen to right now, jam out. Too, <laughs> I'm not even kidding, man. I'm serious. That's so legit. That's cool, man. That's fun. It was really, really a fun show, and I, I think that you know th- their style lends itself really well to a live performance because it's just so fun and kind of silly like everybody's laughing and having a good time it's nothing's too serious up there you know what i'm saying yeah and it was guys probably don't work a day in their lives man it's just so cool so so cool yeah um so that was that was the show but i did have a comment about uh how fast and how tight they were really live you know you kind of expect maybe there's a chance it's not going to hold up as well as it does on the album. Yeah. That was not the case at all. And the other thing is I wanted to mention how much I love the people watching at shows because the the alcoholic belligerence of people that we were I was oh, man. I was up on the top uh, up on the top stair, you know, up on the top like it, it, it was kind of like an oval bowl. There was a floor and then up above was a ring around where people were sitting and watching, usually standing by the rail. And there was a, okay. we were, I was behind a handicap section where it was just these folding chairs. And, and some guy was there and, you know, obviously handicapped, couldn't really stand up. And another guy had stolen a handicapped chair, but I don't think he realized it because he was hammered. And every song he'd stand up and we were like, dude, you got to sit down. You can't, we can't see. So we keep grabbing his shoulder, put him down. Me, I did a bunch of times and this other guy did a bunch of times. He was just so hammered. And then he, he stands up during one of the songs to cheer, and he stands straight up. He puts his 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 he's standing up. the The column is on his left. The handicapped guy, who's like 400 pounds, is on his right. The guy is sitting down. He stands up and cheers his beer straight up to the air, raising his right hand as high as he can, and that throws him totally off limbo. And he straight up falls like a tree when somebody would be shouting timber. Onto the <laughs> onto the handicapped four pound guy, and that guy catches him, 
and throws him into the chair. <laughs> like, tosses him like a beanbag into the chair. Like, I've had enough of this guy. Yeah, this fucking guy. Put him out of his misery. Sleep it off. Seriously, this guy needs to go on home. <laughs> that guy was crying thunder. Yeah, it was definitely, was. definitely crying thunder. But yeah, man, a fun time. I would highly recommend. I think they're still in the middle of their tour around North America. If you can get a chance to check out Dragon Force Live and see Seven Spires, get out there and do it. Support them. Uh, not a band that I had previously thought was going to be necessarily a home run. I was just like, hey, it's cool. I'm in the city. Let me go see a show. And they hit it out yep. of the park. Great time. All right, legit. So, unless you got anything else, Phil, we'll say that's a wrap on our concert review of Dragon Force from 2022. And I'll see you on the next one, brother. All right, man.